is Deborah Rodriguez, and thank you guys for making it to part two. So I wanted to uh, start part two with an introduction because I just finished part one that was about the childhood um, loss, all these different things. And sometimes these things, and what I want to put a side note is, sometimes these things and these experiencing and experiences in life, especially our childhood, uh, plays a big role in, in, in our life as adults. It attracts us to certain things. It, um, it affects us later on in, in different things. It brings up triggers and all these different things in our life. And what I had to do through those specific years of healing, uh, eight years, I had to um, heal in a way that I knew that, hey, I'm up against myself right now. I'm up against my past right now. You know, I am, um, if I don't do this for me, I am going to be back where I started from and I can't go back. And you have to tell yourself, I'm not going to go back to where, you know, I used to be. There's a song in the Bible and, um, not in the Bible, I'm sorry. There's a gospel song and it says, I won't go back, can't go back to the way I used to be. And so that's how I feel, you know, that's how I feel. I feel that way every day. You know, I feel that way when I'm thinking about the past, my past and what I've experienced. That's, that's the way I feel. I can't go back. I can't go back to the way I used to be. You know, I can't go back to the things I used to do. I can't go back to the mentality I used to have. You know, I've been healed. I've been changed. God has changed me. You know. And and that's so important. And, you know, that song, that song stuck with me. They used to play that song at the church I was going to when I was 19. And, you know, the lyrics is, I won't go back. I can't go back to the way I used, it used to be before your presence came and changed me. And so, yeah, I probably said the lyrics wrong when I was singing. But before your presence came and changed me how was how were you before god came in your life and changed you i know i was broken i was broken i was depressed i was in pain i was insecure i was going through all of these things before god came into my life and changed me and brought me into a light and i remember when i was uh younger the first time I was 13 when I was um, very suicidal um, and uh, I was 17 the next time I don't really remember so much the experience when I was 13 but I know I was but when I was 17 I just remember laying back and saying you know this was I was at this point I was getting hit I was getting all this stuff was happening on me abusive relationship getting hit psychological screaming all this stuff happening and I was done and I remember saying God if you don't have anything for me to do, take me right now. Take me, take me. Because I can't go through this. I'm not going to go through the rest of my life like this. I'm not doing this. You know? And I've been that way. You know, there's people, they don't like to talk about their depression. There are all this different stuff. There's people that experience depression 
suicidal ideation all these different things that they weren't putting them into hospital they weren't picked up and and set in there because it probably wasn't that worse it doesn't make somebody who who was who had those feelings um it don't make them bad because they went had to go get hospitalized etc there's people that's sitting at home in your family that has felt that way and they they keep quiet they don't talk about it and what happens is they end up committing suicide and then after they commit suicide, you know, we're, we don't realize, we don't know what happened to them because we never talked to them. We never were able to see what exactly they were going through and are trying to reach out to what they were going through. And most times, a lot of people are suicidal is because of the high expectation that they have in their life. And they don't know how to tell somebody, hey, I, that's not what I want to do. I might not go to college like you went to college. I might not be that student. I'm not. I'm probably not gonna have the biggest house like you had. I might not settle that way. I might not get married. I might be pregnant before I got married, but hey, I'm not a bad person. We don't know how to, to tell people, hey, back off. Sometimes you gotta tell people when there's expectations of you and you don't wanna do certain things and they want you to be this person you wanna do and they're asking you for these favors and you, they want you to be this person that you know that you're not. Sometimes you have to tell this person, hey, you need to back off. You need to back off. This is not, what, this is not who I am. So as we're going into part two, this is very, um, <laughs> very intimate. I'm gonna go into some things of what started, how my life started and what just what happened you know the different losses I have so I talk about I don't know if I um talk about the miscarriage I had I had a miscarriage when I was 19 um and the miscarriage was twins um and I just remember sitting on the toilet and you know um uh, two blood clots came out and uh, I was about two months at the time and um I didn't tell anyone about it um, this was about October or November, I want to say, maybe, of 2012. It was around that time. So, um, it wasn't about the guy I talked about in my book. You know, it wasn't him, the one with the car that was driving me around and all that. No, it wasn't him. So I talk about this and I don't think I even talk about this in my book. So, but yeah, I didn't never talk about this, but I was, um, I was very, um, scared, you know, this is like really the first time I really had intercourse, believe it or not. Like I wasn't even having sex like that. And I met this guy and, um, you know, I had intercourse or whatever and, um, I, my period didn't come and it was just, I was going crazy and I prayed to God I said God please spare me I am not ready for this you know I'm only 19 I am not ready for this and this is going to take on a lot for me so anyway fast forwarding into my story of my autoimmune disorder um how I developed the autoimmune disorder from the abuse that I experienced recently, um, my pregnancy, my miscarriage, all of this stuff. I'm going to talk about this and just basically just to be authentic with you guys online. I'm also going to be posting a YouTube video about my story, but this is the first time that I'm actually talking about this in the way, in the way that I'm talking about it. Okay. So a few years ago, um, I met this guy and, um, just to go into detail, um, I, uh, the guy contacted me or whatever. 
and we started messaging well he started messaging me and I didn't reply right away I was very I I don't reply to one word sentences basically but he started messaging me on messenger I didn't know who he was he just popped up but at this time God was showing me a dream of this guy that basically um fit the same description of this person and I saw him as a distraction in my life um I saw him as like just like just just this distraction you know and believe it or not I had multiple dreams of him doing all this like um years later in the process I I started having dreams of him like abusing me or whatever and um it got to the point where it was going to get bad, like really, really bad. And God was telling me, you know, cut this off, cut this off or whatever. And that's why I did. But anyway, before that, it got really bad. Um, it started with, um, I didn't under, I didn't, it started very like, you know, like a honeymoon phase and everything. And, um, everything was great. Everything was good. Like I said, this was just a guy I met. Um, he contacted me, you know, he started coming over. We started doing little projects together, you know, like photography, film stuff, photography stuff. And, um, it, you know, we do, we started doing little projects. He started helping me with some of my content, you know, I would pay him to, to film and different things like that. And it started like that. Right. So then, um, when I first met him, I was, I just had got out of something that was like not good, you know, and um, I mentioned to him that I did not want to have sex or whatever. That's not what I wanted. So he started um, telling me, well, I haven't had did this in a long time. And, um, you know, it's been a while since I, I had, you know, I've been single. I haven't been in a relationship. Blah, blah, blah. And keep in mind, I did not know this guy. I didn't know who he was. I had never met him from my, from my, from what I knew at the time. All right. I didn't know who he was. I was like, who is this coming on my thing? So then in 20, like, well, I'm not going to say the year, but the specific year, um, something, something started, you know, happening or whatever. And I knew that, okay, this was, there was another woman involved and saw the woman, like she started like trolling me online, you know, making fun of me and trolling me online and different things like that. So he was like, oh, well, you know, he started like pulling away, you know, oh, I can't talk to you anymore and all this stuff. So he started doing projects or whatever, I guess, with this other person. And um, at this time I was just so depressed. Like I was like crying and just did all this different stuff. And, um, you know, I saw the woman online, like, doing all this stuff, making these jokes and different things like that. And um, what happened was, um, you know, I was in the bed. I remember being in the bed. And I could, like, feel when he was having sex with her. I could feel it in my spirit, you know. And so I was seeing a dream. God was showing me dreams. God was showing me dreams of the, of the woman, the other woman, you know. And um, he was showing me, like, he was showing me dreams like he'd be like oh you know I'm gonna come then next thing you know he'd be like oh you know I can or you know different different things like that I have to help this friend so God would show me a dream of where what he was doing you know and I guess the, it was during like Harvey so it was a whole flood and um they God showed me exactly what he was doing in the dream so I didn't have to ask him I already kind of knew 
you know so then it got to the point where um I kept asking him you know hey this and that and he was like oh nothing nothing so at this time I'm pretty sure he was talking to multiple other women because I started seeing other women in my dream that he had been talking to so it flagged and one of my dreams I saw this one specific girl and this was another girl and I said hey I know her you know this she that's familiar looks familiar but I wasn't sure so I didn't know then I start seeing um this other person and I start I realized I said hold on this person is familiar this this girl is you know I think I know her I've known her or something like that and um Anyway, long story short, God started putting like pieces together because I didn't know who this person was. I just saw him as a distraction. I, I may might have met him, but I didn't know at that time. So all of a sudden, I end up um, to asking him, you know, hey, are you talking to other women? Are you doing this and that? And he would say, you know, no, I'm just with you or I'm, I'm not doing anything or, you know, all this stuff. So I ended up catching an STD and... Um, I told him about it and he was like send me the medicine you know send me the picture of it or whatever just all this stuff and I was like you know I did and I said you know I showed him proof of it and he was like well he went what he did was he would gaslight me so he would go get tested and he would he would go get tested and he would get cured from it and then he would send me a picture of him the he wouldn't even send me a picture he said well I never had it he'll switch and say oh well yeah uh, I went to go get tested and they told me that I had to um they told me that I couldn't do nothing in two weeks or whatever so that's what he told me the first time so months later months later when it all came out he said oh well you know I never told you that I never had it you had it I never had it so he started to gaslight me like that to, to make me feel like I was going crazy you know or I was stupid so he was like oh I never had it you know you caught it and so prior to that he was he confessed that he was having sex with multiple women you know and he told me that that he had sex with multiple women and all this stuff and that's how basically I was right as the reason why I caught it so the woman was trolling me online all this stuff going on and I exposed it and after that he the first this is the first time he called me a B-I-T-C-H and I had never been like called that by somebody before like like well not like that you know I'm I'm in you know I'm talking to you we're doing this and then you get mad and so you called me a bitch so he started calling me he started talking to me that way and he started calling me like idiot you know you stupid idiot you stupid bitch a b-i-t-c-h um um and they started getting to that so I was like you know I'm done I'm done so I would not talk to him for like days and excuse me he would message me and um, he would apologize. He would say, you know, I'm sorry, you're not a bad person. He would even email me, come to my email. You know, I'm sorry, you're not a bad person. Um, um, I just have a lot of anger in me and all this different stuff. And he would tell me all that stuff. So I would come back and I would apologize. I mean, no, I would come back and I would start apologizing, you know? And so it got to the point where he did this, he did this enough to where I started to keep believing that he was changing. He wasn't going to do it. 
So it happened again. Bitch, da 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 This time, I hope you die. This time it happens. I hope you die or this is this. So it got worse. The abuse got worse. Uh, you know, if you curse words, bold letters, you know, texting me, cursing me out, you know, all this different stuff. You're nothing. You're nobody. You're not going to ever be anybody. You deserve it. All this stuff happened. So then it got even worse. And little by little, I was depressed and depressed. So while he was doing this, he was coming to my house, you know, he was still having sex and he was still doing whatever he wanted to do. And I'm talking about this because sometimes we try to give people another chance. We try to give them the benefit of the doubt. We want to give, and I'm a type of person, I give second chance all the time. I give people second chances all the time and I'm a person that advocate of second chances but this when I realized it I said this is abuse this is abuse and so I, I continued on I continued on and then God showed me a dream and in a dream I saw him um, I just saw some things that was going to happen we were supposed to meet up and God showed me a dream of something so before he showed me the dream the crazy part is I wasn't even there yet I wasn't even at the place that I was going to be living yet and this was the next year so I didn't know I was going to be pregnant I didn't know any of that but I saw if I would have got close to this person this is what was was going to happen and then he was just going to like betray me like this big old thing was going to happen and so I completely avoided him and um but I was, I was pregnant. I ended up getting pregnant. So what happened was when I got pregnant, it was horrible. Um, I would get text messages like, you need to effing kill it now. If you're not going to help me kill it, you need to get rid of it now. You need to go get an abortion. This is going to ruin our lives. Kill it. Kill it. Fuck you, bitch. Kill it. And I'm just saying being raw, you know, so you guys can hear. Uh, this, this is what he would say in the text messages and I wouldn't get a break and I'm gonna tell you I was so depressed I didn't have food I was living I had just went through a situation with um attempted homicide of a friend that I had a best friend that I had for four years that I let live with me she ended up pulling a knife while I was asleep going through her own problems I had moved uh to this other place for protection kind of like an adorn place so um I was getting these messages all the time I was telling this person first off when I told him that I was pregnant um, I was screamed at you know and believe it or not um, prior to that uh, prior to that I have had got pregnant again and I had miscarriage so I was getting I was pregnant before that and I wasn't sure because my hormone levels was like very low so because of the pressure um, and of how I was, you know, I didn't want to seem like, oh, okay, I'm lying or whatever. So I just let it go, you know, but then I got pregnant and I took a test and he was furious at me, um, you know, get rid of it. I mean, I have never experienced that type of stuff in my life. You know, every day it was cursing, 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 cursing. And I remember begging, I remember begging him to like, stop. I said, you know, please stop 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 I'm gonna I said I'm going to have a miscarriage please please stop and I was so stressed you guys I didn't have food I barely I was eating like noodles um it was it was really bad and um 
that year I ended up getting the dean's list after all finally I got the dean's list and you know in that semester after all of that happened but it was horrible um and what I want to talk about is um I ended up having a miscarriage and I knew it was coming um and uh I found out I was about 14 weeks I uh fell out in the tub I had pain I remember being in the tub and I had excruciating pain I had to put water in the tub it was so bad and I ended up literally falling out um because of so much stress and the abuse and the screaming and the you know if you kill it you know you're nothing you'll never be nothing get ran he, he told me to die get ran over by a car um and that he hoped I got ran over by a car that day I was so stressed I remember being under my bed I was under my bed you guys I was under my bed and I was on my knees and I'm speaking about this because nobody gonna speak to y'all about it and you know nobody gonna come <laughs> you know excuse me they gonna say this stuff and I was under my bed and I was crying and I, and I started bleeding and I remember t- he was he was screaming at he was like um cursing me out when I was bleeding and I said I'm having a miscarriage and he stopped texting me you guys (laughs) right when I said I had a miscarriage he stopped texting me and he ignored me like I think for like a whole few hours you know and all of a sudden I remember at this time um it was hard for me because I had expressed to someone else that I was pregnant and you know the person told me um you really want you're really gonna have this think you're gonna have this kid you know you're not ready for that you're you don't even have help you're going through and it was it was hard it was so traumatic and I you know I I left out the office like crying that's how that's how sad I was because I didn't have any support you know and it was like you know I can't support you it's just really it was horrible and uh, I didn't have any, like, like my, my roommate, she was very supportive, you know. And um, I spent, it was very hard for me. You know, and I remember him telling me, if you go aborted or you go, um, I'll, I'll meet up with you. I'll see you if you go get rid of it. If you go get rid of it, I'll meet up with you and I'll, I'll see you just go get rid of it you know he would tell me that and I would say I said no I'm not getting rid of anything I'm not aborting anything but he would try to bribe me and you know say well if you get rid of it we can do we can do this all the time we can have sex all the time we can do this and I mean I guess he thought I was like stupid you know or I was like I don't know it was it was it was crazy so I ended up um, continuing to talk to him after that and I was very depressed at this time um, where I was 
uh, I didn't give people eye contact. My behavior had changed. The stress was so bad. Uh, my behavior had changed. I was, and he continued on with the abuse. He continued on. It was so bad. Um, I would try to not talk to him. So he would come, he would find me on social media. He would message me. Um, he would uh, email me. And see, I thought this was, you know, I thought this was him fighting for me. You know, I thought it was him. He cared or he he wanted to be with me and he never did. Then it got to the point where he would tell me I was too small and I needed to do this or I was ugly. He started calling me rat face. He started calling me gap face. He started saying I was ugly. I was disgusting. He started saying all this stuff to me after that. And he ended up giving me another STD. after that because he started having sex with other girls and he told me again for the second time I was only with you and I believed him again he said I was only with you and God had showed me a dream of this woman he talked he was going to talk to he showed me a dream of of her and I saw her and he told me exactly what it was going to be God told me and he warned me he told me what it was going to be. He told me I was where I was. I saw myself in the hospital. He, uh, he told me, and I warned him. I said, have you been, you know, talking to this person? He said, no, I have only been with you. I've only been with you. But I would see online he would be meeting up with these different people, and he would lie, change his vocabulary, say he this way, that say he that way. Just imagine having to do, chase, do all this stuff. It's not, it's not worth it. Worth it. And I told him, I said, if you give me this again, that's it. So I allowed myself to let this come back in and thought it was going to be better and it ended up being even worse. My, I ended up having a hormone, a hormone deficiency. Uh, that's something else I'll get into. I developed an autoimmune disorder from the, from the stress. God revealed to me that the stress uh, that I had from it started in 2017 he started God showed me something was happening in my body but it got ended up getting worse so I um now I live with this <clears throat> and uh this disease this autoimmune disease it's also triggered uh to my um breakouts and different things like that you know my skin rashes and all this stuff so it, it came from this uh amount of level of stress that was already um happening already some people have it they have a genetic now i do have a genetic skin uh chronic skin but this um this abuse and this stress triggered all of this stuff to my body and it was it started to break down and come out in my body after all of this stuff it was so much stress so he continued to lie and told me that it was only me for like a whole year and I found, I went to, I remember going to the um, hospital and finding out. And um, still, I never got an apology. I never got, um, I just got another gaslighting, the same thing again. It was you, you know, you did this or you did that. Or, you know, give me the, the same, did the same thing all over again, you know.
and it was it was it was a betrayal you know it was a betrayal to have to go through that and I had to ask myself hey something is going on with me you know something is going on that I am continuing to allow this so it got to the point where they would apologize and chase me down then it got to the point where they would you know stalk my social media and so another thing was I would text them and so what they would do while I was in the middle of a message they would block because they didn't want to get what they wanted and then I would text them from another number and they would block so it got to the point where I kept messaging them and they would make it look like that I was constantly stalking or doing all this stuff but that's not the way it was it was from just you it's uh, imagine saying you know texting like I and then all of a sudden you block and then you go this person knew I was going to come back because I was trying to finish my conversation. So they would make it, try to build this thing. And then I would, oh, something else. I would constantly get told, oh, you know, you need to put, I, uh, you need to be in a mental hospital. You know, I'm going to put you in a mental hospital. Then I had people driving around my uh, house, my place, you know, all this type of stuff. Something else that was going on while I was pregnant. I'm going to talk about this while I was pregnant the 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 person was also into dark um stuff so they decided to hire or get somebody to do witchcraft on a hex god had revealed it to me and prior to this he had already revealed it to me in 2017 of what was going on already when i when my body started breaking down these women were doing hexes on my on uh the pregnancy and all these different things that i was going through because i would see them they would watch my account. God would show me, just like witches and dark people can see, I can see too. And you know, the person was so angry. He 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 decided to to, you know, how could you go and put a, a spiritual altar and a demonic altar on somebody's life? And every time they would come over, there was something that would happen bad. Something bad would happen. Then God revealed to me and he warned me for the last time. He said, if you continue, I saw him actually uh, physically, physically hitting me. That's what that was escalated. It was a physical assault where it was going to go. It was going to get so bad. It was going to be a physical assault. I saw him in the dream hitting another woman and scratching her in the face, doing drugs and all these different things. And God was telling me to get out. He was constantly warning me, you know, get out, get out, get out. And many times you want to, I'm, I'll be honest, I didn't want to go because I didn't want to feel like I was I was le- uh, letting someone down, letting them down or letting them go. So I tried to stay. And so many people say, you know, you got to stay. You have to stay. You want to make stuff last. You want to stay. You got to know what's toxic and you got to know what's to stay. And God told me specifically to stay. I mean, to get out. So I had to, because it was so bad, I had to get a restraining order. I had to move, literally, place to place. I ended up moving, leaving, just so I could have protection. Because this person knew where my address was, knew my all this stuff, information. And that's not safe to be somewhere and this person knew your information. Then was giving my information to other people. I had people coming up to my door trying to get in trying to get me get in and all these different things you know you hear these stories about these women being pregnant and all of a sudden you hear that it's a it's an ex-girlfriend or something like that you know that that come in that's mad and she come in and they you know they trying to shoot and kill this child because they so mad and envious yeah that's what was going on 
But I'm going to tell y'all, God had, a, God had the end. He had, he had the, the ending for me. There was an expected ending for me that wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Some of you guys are going through certain things in your life and you think this is it for you. I want to talk about gaslighting. Gaslighting is a type of a tactic that a person does to make you feel like you have lost your mind. A gaslighting and love bombing. Love bombing is, is, is like a cat and mouse race. All of a sudden, I love you. I don't love you. I love you. I don't love you. I, 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 I treat you like crap. I come back. I treat you. That's not love. That's not love. And I went through this, through this person, and every time I allowed this person to come back in, they gripped my, I thought they was going to come back, change, a changed person, they was going to change, and they gripped me tight and spit me out again. There are some people that is coming in your life that are not there to help you grow. They are there to destroy you. And you have to know when the enemy is sending somebody in your life to destroy you. Every single person that come in your life is not to build. These type, this type of narcissistic behavior, these type of people, because they have went through narcissistic behavior and have different anger and problems in their own life and they need to heal, this comes out into their behavior. So they attract the insecure. They attract the woman that's got 100, 200,000 followers that's doing her thing. And so what this specific person did was he used these type of people to come and gang up on me, making me look like I was less of a person. When I know I got an influence, come on. When I know somebody is using me, when I know I'm beautiful, when I know I can have anybody. But this person was a, is an insecure person that comes in to make me feel like I am less so they can gain and every time he would curse me out and treat me bad and 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 tell me I was gonna die what tell me I needed to go I hope he hoped that I went into a coma every told me I would no one would ever love you you would never find love you would never be married every time he told me this guess what when I believed it he got power he these are these are greedy insecure people that seek the power and feed (laughs) I was talking about this in the last podcast about how the witch needed her beauty was her power. These type of people, they are insecure and they don't feel like they can make it. So they go use and abuse other people. And I remember telling this person, God showed me a lot of things about his life. I warned him about his life. If he didn't change, I saw him dead. God showed me. I also saw another side of him and I saw him becoming very successful in his career and what he wanted to do. And I told him, I said, you have to make a choice. I didn't, everything that came out of my mouth was positive toward this person, but they used me like a punching bag when they were angry. And this is why I had to start defending myself. So I want to tell you, my expected end was not with this person. Sometimes you think, because you get with somebody, you get pregnant, y'all hook up, you think this is going to be your, your husband and your, your, you're going to be with them forever. No, God told me cut it off. That's what I did. I cut it off. 
And when I cut it off, I was constantly messaged, tried to win me over again the same way before and this time, it wasn't the same. I told myself, I said, no, I don't want this. And I woke up and God said, I'm cutting it off. That's old news. Some of you guys think that this gonna last you. You're trying to make stuff work that ain't supposed to be working out. You're supposed to be moving on. You know, and, and I had women coming to my uh, social media, flagging my content, competing with me, watching my page, trying to figure out if me and this guy was still, mess yeah, he's still messaging me. But that ain't who I'm, that's not who I'm supposed to marry. That's not my expected end. Who goes through this type of abuse and, and allows this type of stuff and constantly gives a person a chance and, and you don't see it yet? God was telling my eyes, I could not see. I was, this person put me psychologically and emotionally abused me for years verbally abused me for gaslighted me for years to hopefully get me to the point where I was stuck in some hospital and I wasn't speaking to y'all today this was this person's mission to come destroy my voice and my purpose and when I tell you he lost when I tell you the enemy has lost that battle in my life and I have moved forward is somebody on here that's listening that you need to be free from this You've been watching, you've been trying to, that sexual abuse, that rape that you, I, you know, I told somebody, I, I don't know if I talked about it. When I was 20, when I was 21 years old, I was in a sexual experience with this guy. He was 28 and I was in, and, and I hadn't had sex in a while and I was in the bedroom with him and we were doing, we were, you know, doing something. And I said, stop, you know, I don't want to do this. And he kept going. And I said, no, no, I don't really want to do this right now anymore. And he kept going and I said, you know, you're raping me. And then he, he stopped. You know, I don't talk about this stuff. I had somebody climb on me in the middle of my sleep. I don't, years at a young age, I don't talk about a lot of this stuff because I repressed it. A lot of this stuff that some of y'all going through, I repressed this stuff for so long, I forgot it happened. I forgot a lot of this stuff happened to me. I forgot a lot of these people took advantage of me. I forgot because I was so hurt. God said, I'm going to spare you these memories. I'm going to take you through this healing. There's somebody on this podcast, you've been depressed for a long time. You've been depressed and you say, God, I don't want to be depressed anymore. I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm, one day I'm this and one day. Let it go. You competing and you comparing yourself to things and you have no idea what the other person is going through and experiencing. A person that it wants you is not going to play with you. They're not going to put you on a side burner and go mess around and do and infect you. A person that care for you going to take care of your body. They're going to cherish your body. They're going to say, you know what? We're going to wait. I don't want to do this because I know what you've been through. They're not going to force you. They're not going to try to force you to, to do porn videos. And like this person had me trying to force me and, and telling me, oh, if you don't do these videos, I'm not coming over. They're not going to do that to, and passing them around and trying to sell them. They're not going to do that stuff. They're not going to do those things to you. A person that loves you not going to do that stuff to you. And a lot of men, they hang around these, these uh, in women, they hang around these people that tell them, oh, you know, God showed me a vision of this guy. 
that he was hanging around the guy said man keep keep abusing her bro like you need to talk to her any kind of way because that's why you're gonna get her to obey this 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 was the influence that he had and god was showing me this if you got somebody around you like that a lot of these dudes with these baby mamas and stuff and going through these problems and he and they they crying and, and they and rapping about this stuff about how these women not gonna come back and they they broke their heart because it's how you treating her and you and you and these so many people got so much pride and you think you're gonna treat somebody so you're gonna do some that you're gonna do that they know they're not gonna never leave no they're gonna leave and when they leave they're not gonna come back and that's what i did i left you don't stay in somebody's life when God says it's done and it's over with, you can only take so much. I want to talk about this because this is important. I ended up developing a dis or a disease called celiac disease. It's a um, autoimmune disorder, and I I knew that this um, occurred in my body because um, a few years ago God showed me to change my diet. And basically now what this disease does is any gluten, uh, the gluten, uh, basically some people have this, uh, they just have it. It comes out years later. Um, I also have a chronic, um, skin, uh, skin, uh, it's called Terry versus, uh, Terry, Terry And it's basically, um, if I eat certain things, it, it, um, comes out like it, it can affect myself but it's it comes out more in stress it's it's stress but it's it's celiac disease is um is uh, common in um european culture um mostly all right you rarely see it in um african-americans etc but as you guys know i am afro-latina but i do have i am uh, biracial have different cultures as well so I do have ancestry of European this is where the uh, red hair gene comes from um, uh, we have ancestry from uh, you know Portuguese Irish and I have Irish ancestry so this is also um, where this type of um, this can be come from as well but for me this was not affecting me at first this is triggered from stress so this is what I battle with and um it has become chronic it has become even worse now um where I cannot uh, I have you know pain most times uh, I break out in a rash you know different things like that um and yeah it affects me um neurologically all these different things and it's affected uh, my pregnancy or a slow development just different things like that as well uh, migraines headaches um i actually developed hormonal deficiencies uh, from this and the stress uh started um uh with well, the hormone imbalance it started to begin in 2018 when i started to see um when where it really started um so and all of this was developed over this time of uh, this um you know trauma in my body and the stress in my body so this is what I experience now and um I'm grateful I'm very grateful uh for it um I also will be talking about you know um pregnancy birth different things like that and just different things that I have to diet different things that I have to avoid now um I knew it had got to this point because one day I woke up and God told me he said gluten gluten free alkaline and um I knew at that moment I said oh wow you know 
and so yeah that's what it is gluten i cannot eat gluten at all it will <laughs> it will i will be in bed tired you know uh, so this autoimmune disorder, I've been uh, battling it for a while, actually not knowing, but for the past maybe year or two, but actually not knowing. So I am grateful that God has revealed to me, I have to take multiple supplements, vitamins, all those different things for myself. So um, yeah, living with this can be very hard, but it's uh, something that um, I am grateful for because it, it just shows me even more special how special i am and just lucky to be alive right now so yeah um i want to get into just some things for you guys to know that um which how stress affects the body so stress um can cause a low immune system more coughs and colds uh headaches low energy nervousness and shaking feeling sweaty and dry mouth Digestive problems, upset stomach, including diarrhea and constipation, nausea, or feeling a knot in the stomach, chest pains, rapid heartbeat, loss of sexual desire, and or inability, cold and sweaty hands and feet, aches, pains, and tense muscles. So yeah, stress can cause these things. So if you're experiencing symptoms like this, like um, my migraines were so bad, they would come into my eyes. Um, I had, would have to go to the ER. I ended up getting... Um, basically all of this stuff started to affect me in my body i was diagnosed with um um fatty liver um i was diagnosed with uh peptic ulcer, ulcers all these different things happen which have uh, resided but um now this is what i uh, battle with so it's not all the time some days i wake up where i can just get up and it takes me a while you know to get out of bed and at night sometimes my air is going up and down <laughs> You know, one day it's heat, the next day it's like, I'm, I'm hot, I'm cold, I ended up getting anemic, all these different things. So everybody battles with the disease differently, you know, and I do feel that it can be reversed and it can be cured. Um, I do. And one thing I started was my muscles. I used to have like little muscle spasms in my legs, you know, from the stress. So like, I would see like mu random muscles that never really moved. I would see them like pulsing and I was like, what is this, you know? And, um... So I knew something was really going on with my body and I was really stressed out. Um, so so I wanted, something else I want to talk about, um, how emotions harm your body and overall health. So emotions, this is important. Anger, it says anger fries uh, up the heart and liver. So, you know, that anger, uh, shock attacks, shock attacks your kidneys. So like, um, you know, if you experience something where you develop like shock, maybe a, a, a abuse case or rape or whatever, uh, stress weakens your heart and brain. Um, worries, we, worry weakens the stomach. Uh, fear affects the arteries and kidneys. Anxiety affects digestion. Um, and sadness weakens your lungs so this is just a top 10 like thing you know emotions how they harm your body and so just imagine being somebody going through all of this stuff you know i've had throughout this uh year like i've had i've been in the hospital like so many times like i've there was a cyst like on my kidney there was all of these different things going on with me and um but i thank god that uh he is a healer you know and so right now it's just me kind of like staying away from uh, staying away from gluten and I knew this because you know he God spoke to he he told me you know he prepared me for that so um 
yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a lot. It's also a lot. I also um, have had developed something called, and it's very. Um, it's not you really don't know you have it unless you're like tested but i had to do like i went i had to like see um now i have to like see a um a gastrologist you know for my specific issue but um like they i had to do like a brain um scan and they saw that like i have like partial empty cella which is um it's kind of like something i think people it's really rare but um that was also the cause they saw that that was something was actually abnormal in that area so this is a radiology disorder believe it or not it's not really like a neurology it's not like a mental health issue but it's like a radiology disorder so it's basically caused um your hormones so it affects your hormones. so i actually have hormonal deficiencies believe it or not and i'll go into that like on my youtube about uh the pregnancy um and how you know just the different like uh so growth my uh the rare condition i have and uh, that people don't know about that you know that i discovered you know my um deficiency the different vitamins i have to take so i'll go into that in my podcast because i'm really excited about that and uh, to, you know to talk to you guys about my pregnancy and the twins and just everything that's uh happening and how god has blessed me in that area and uh, i'll talk about that soon so i just want to pray because i'm glad i was able to release this and hopefully this helps somebody today to know that you know keep fighting keep going through your journey don't stop what you are experiencing is going you're going to have you're going to have the god is going to have the glory at the end you're going to shine through at the end and you're going to have the expected end for you is good the expected end for you is not bad it is good. It says, for I know the thoughts. I'm reading this again because this is, I love this verse. For I know the thoughts I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. All right. You guys, please forgive my background with the horn. The ice cream man has came back around again and I told him to come wink his horn near my door because I really don't like to miss him. So today I just had to miss him <laughs> again. So please excuse that in the background if you hear it. Okay. So, yes. So, um, all of this I didn't really get into I got into financial loss last time about homelessness and how I went through that as well and how that also can be it was very traumatic for me to go through homelessness because um when I had been through it before I was so I would get so much anxiety when it was time to pay a bill you know because I was like oh my god I can't let this I can't go through this again oh my god and I would get so nervous and it would be like it would be like the third of the month and I was already worried about um, I was already worried about the end of the month. It was only the third. And I was like, okay, this, I need to chill. You know, I had, but I had so much worry from that, you know, just trying to have everything together. And I had to realize that God provides things for me. God prepares me. He is going to keep me. Whatever he, wherever I need to go, he is going to plant me and put me where I need to be. And I learned to have faith and I worry about these things anymore because he provides, he is a provider. He is my healer. And so when I was able to believe this and work and, and just live on this, now I live stress-free. You know, I am happy. I am healed. 
I am able to do what I love. I am able to not worry about the future and know that God has a good plan ahead for me and he doesn't he doesn't want me to be in in bad relationships he doesn't want me to be uh crying and depressed because someone doesn't want to talk to me or you know i'm being messed around with he doesn't want me to be in those type of situations he wants me to be happy god has a marriage that is i'm going to be happy in a marriage i'm going to be blessed in a marriage there is going to be a man that's going to respect me he's going to honor god he's going to put god first in his life he's going to be this way and there is a possibility that anyone even though even if you're on here and you're a man god has a woman and a wife for you that's not going to be somebody that's going to be abusing you taking your money cursing you out all this stuff he has a wife for you and you have to wait and be patient that he's going to send that so just to debunk all the abusive relationships ask god hey am i supposed to get out of this it's not about trying to hold on and stay in abuse ask god hey can remove this from me Every time I prayed, I said, God, if this is not you, don't let him show up. Don't let him come. Don't let him come over. If this is not, cut it off. And that's what he constantly did. So be blessed. Understand that God has an expected end and it is good. So I'm going to pray out. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you today for this podcast, God. Thank you for part two. Lord, we just, I just want to breathe in. And breathe out. Breathe in. And breathe out. And I want to release. And I want you guys to do that with me. Breathe in. And breathe out. Breathe in. And breathe out. And get it out. Let it out. Let it all out. Release it. Let it out. And real and know that. Cry it out. Let it out. Get it out. Move it out. Move forward. And be blessed. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you today, God. God, I thank you for this podcast today. God, I pray that this this has given deliverance. I pray that anybody that is stuck in an abusive relationship, situationship, partnership, mentorship, open relationship, whatever it is, God, let them be free right now in Jesus' name. Lord, God, I pray that you heal any depression that is in the minds right now, anxiety, worry, suicidal thoughts god we i pray that you heal them right now from the top of their head to the soles of their feet that they are healed and they are able to get out of this situationship and you give them a way out of this situationship relationship abusive ship partnership whatever it might be give them a way out and give them that open door and let them walk through it and be free god i thank you for deliverance today i thank you for clarity today i thank you for giving us signs today to be free and walk in fullness in you in jesus name amen so i thank you guys i love you guys so much please leave me a voicemail if you guys need a voicemail about this because i know this is a very touchy topic talk to me talk to me and i tell this i tell you guys this because um i you know i get some voicemails but i know that um as much viewers that I see on here, I know that there can be more. So I want you guys to just contact me. Ask me questions. Contact me anonymously. If you know, if you uh, need to create an anonymous email and email me anonymously, you know, if you feel like that's what's going to uh, work for you. You know, my email is uh, Rodriguez, uh, travel T-R-A-V-E-L at gmail.com. Email me anonymously if that works for you you know and or send me a voicemail anonymously and i don't really know your voices 
I don't really know who's uh, listening, but I can definitely see who. Sub- I don't see who's subscribed, but I can. I know that uh, there is amount of subscribers on here. So, um, yeah, follow Deborah Rodriguez podcast on Instagram, The Sunlight Chronicles as well, and because um, I will be starting counseling sessions up for sure. But reach out to me. You know, talk to me regarding this if you if you feel like you're in this situation and we can try to seek some resources and everything to be able to help you in that area. Uh because a lot of things that I know and experience now I didn't know, you know, before. And I wish that I would have gotten out and gotten some clarity before. You know, so understand that God wants the best for you, only the best for you. Yes, we go through situations. Yes, we have to, but you, we have to have people along the way to hold our hand and be there for us. And you don't have to go through it alone. So I want you guys to be blessed. Please continue to pray, move forward. Next week is our last week. Um, that's going to be on the 30th, I believe. Yes, the 30th of uh, of um, the war in the mind. And then we're going to be moving on to the covenant, which is going to be talking about relationships, 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 marriage, all that stuff. So make sure you are subscribed. Tell your friends about it or uh, send it to someone if it helps someone. And I look forward to seeing you guys next week. Well, not seeing you guys. <laughs> Speaking to you guys next week. All right, bye-bye.